Welcome to the Our San Gabriel Valley podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has a growth mindset, is passionate about self-development, and is interested in building wealth through real estate while enjoying a balanced life of work and play. It's no longer just about the destination and grinding through. You can travel. You can treat yourself often. You can spend quality time with friends and family while enjoying the occasional avocado toast. Everything is possible when you plan for it and allow life to give you what you deserve. My name is Sebastian. And my name is Salud. We look forward to sharing our journey as a married couple and business partners in the hopes of giving you unique industry insights, home buying, investing, and selling tips, and highlighting our favorite spots and things to do in our community of San Gabriel Valley. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Real Estate and Lifestyle Chats podcast with our San Gabriel Valley. We are your hosts, Salud and Sebastian Marroquin. Hi everyone, this is Sebastian and uh, today we have a great episode for you guys. This is episode number two? Correct. All right, and today we're going to just go into a little bit about our experiences this week working with different buyers and sellers. And we're also going to be talking a lot about inspections, what to expect, what questions to ask your inspector, and how to even hire your inspector when purchasing a house. And how this came about is today is actually Friday, and we had two home inspections today. And at the end of the second home inspection, the inspector asked our client, so do you have any questions for me? This is after he summarized his findings. Um, And her answer was, actually, I don't even know what I should ask you. And that sort of stood out to us and made us feel like this would be a great episode because people wouldn't normally know what to ask a home inspector unless they've been through this process before. Yeah, so I guess uh, think about this. If you were buying a home or maybe think back to the day you bought a home if you're a homeowner already and if an inspector asked you that, what questions do you have for me today? Would you know what questions to ask them? A lot of people won't. And, and it it's not that it's bad, but I think uh, you know a home purchase is a big deal, and is a it, you're having to pay a lot of money for that home, and even a lot of money for that inspector. So I think it's important for you to know what questions to ask that inspector, right? Right, and I mean I think we've already made our point, but when it comes to buying a house, it really is quote unquote buyer beware. So it's really your time in the home buying process to do your due diligence and do all of your investigations, including a general home inspection, to know what it is that you're buying. You don't want to buy a property that ends up being a money pit because there's so many things wrong with it. So again, very, very important. Yeah, so buyers beware. And Salud, I have a question for you. Shoot. <laughs> so when a buyer when a buyer's offer gets accepted, they enter into a contract with the seller. Does the seller have to tell the buyer everything they did to the property? Well, 
In a perfect world, yes, that would be great if they did. There's actually something that we refer to as seller disclosures. And by default, in the purchase contract, a seller is supposed to disclose any material known facts about the property, maybe any renovations they did, anything they fixed, any problems with the property. And this, uh, these disclosures are due after seven days of offer acceptance. And a lot of the time, sellers will be very thorough in disclosing everything that they know about the property, everything that they dealt with, everything that they did. But sometimes they omit a few things and it may be intentional or not. They might forget, especially if they've lived in the property for years and years and years, which is why it's important for you as a buyer to do your due diligence and do a full inspection of the property. That is correct. So real estate law does say that a seller is supposed to disclose any known facts to the buyers, but the reality is that a lot of the time they don't. And how many times have we represented a buyer and found something out about any of the systems in the house that were not disclosed in the disclosures, right? Yeah, many times actually. A lot of times actually. And so the point here is that it is the buyer's responsibility to do their homework, aka due diligence, and make sure that they do proper investigations enough to feel secure and comfortable moving forward with the property. All right, so this takes us into what questions we should be asking a home inspector. Sebastian, do you want to lead us on this? Okay, glad to. And every time you hire someone, an inspector, a plumber, uh, an electrician for an investigation, I think uh, you should follow the same system. And this is like hiring anyone else. Obviously, you're going to ask, I think, uh, the, the realtor representing you if they have any references or they want to recommend any inspector. But in the rare chance that you are maybe looking on Yelp or Google for an inspector, I think you're going to the first thing you want to look into is experience. And so you want to ask that inspector, how long have you been in business? How many homes have you inspected? Hopefully, that inspector is going to say that uh, he, has been in, he or she has been in business for 5, 10, 20, 25 years and maybe give you some, uh, of, uh, their, give you some of their credentials. So we have found that not all inspectors are created equal. We have had to inherit inspectors because buyers bring them to the table. And so I can tell you that based on experience, not all inspectors are the same or not all inspectors are as experienced. And so now specifically what questions you should be asking in the event that the inspector does not give you a summary, I would say have to do with all of the major systems of the house. So these include the roof, the foundation, plumbing, electrical, and the HVAC. Would you agree? Yes, I agree. And there's a lot of things that uh, go into every one of those systems. Uh, the life expectancy of every system, what to look for also when it comes to the actual system, how to fix minor things. What is a minor fix or a more elaborate, more expensive fix that you have to do for each one of those. And so I think uh, once you start asking your inspector about each specific system, then you should be asking them if you see if they say something uh, needs attention, 
then I think is a valid question to ask them how much how much would that cost to fix number one and also how long can I go without fixing that item before I actually have to call someone to fix it something else that in in the last few years we have found that has given people a lot of problems also is the sewer line so a lot of the times the inspector is only going to do a general inspection meaning everything visual and everything they can see inside and under the house but they do not do a full inspection of the sewer line that is a more specific inspection and you would have to uh, call a licensed plumber to come in and what they do is they run a line through the sewer line and they want to see how old the sewer line is if it has any cracks or any leaks and a lot of the times if you find that there's a lot of roots in that sewer line so is actually very inexpensive for you to do that inspection and that can save you anywhere between eight to fifteen thousand dollars on a new sewer line that's actually a really great tip because right now while sebastian is explaining that i'm thinking back to uh clients we helped actually at the beginning of covid back in march in pasadena and this was a very cute craftsman home completely renovated and it looked picture perfect but after doing a home inspection the inspector suggested to them that they get a sewer line inspection as well and once we suggested that we realized that the work to fix or repair the sewer line would have been way too costly and we actually pulled out of that escrow because of that sewer line ultimately so it saved our clients lots of headaches and lots of money yeah that's true and in those inspections if you remember correctly salud uh it was uh, for sure a big ticket item was the sewer line and and they they had to completely change out the sewer line i think it was going to be something like fifteen thousand dollars to fix because of how far it was from the house and uh, but also the rest of the inspections reveal a lot of electrical problems the roof needed to be swapped out or upgraded uh, there was plumbing issues inside of the house the foundation needed attention and so all of those inspections were caught early on but they would have been anywhere between 40 and sixty thousand dollars to fix for the new buyer all right so this brings us toward the end of our episode and we just kind of want to briefly recap what we talked about today so like we said earlier in the podcast buying a home is a big deal it's a big investment and as the buyer once your offer is accepted one of the very first things that you do is a general home inspection to assess the condition of the home some of the things that Sebastian and I mentioned that are important to uh, assess or find out when it comes to choosing your home inspector would be their experience um, asking them what you can expect um, and knowing what are the right questions to ask them about the home inspection and what questions are those Salud? They have to do with the main systems of the house, including the roof, the foundation, plumbing, electrical, and the HVAC. And also, don't forget the sewer line. And the sewer line. <laughs> Good point. And just 
just in case someone doesn't know what an HVAC system is, HVAC stands for heating, ventilation, and air conditioning system, and it's always important to get it checked out and make sure it's properly functional. The last thing I want to say is most likely you have chosen an experienced and knowledgeable realtor that also has a team of professionals they're going to refer to you in the home buying process. In the rare situation that you do not, maybe you're purchasing a for sale by owner, maybe you're in a new town and you don't necessarily uh, know too many people there or the realtor you're working with doesn't have a team of professionals to refer to you, then it's extremely important for you to do a little bit of research before you hire that inspector. There's a lot of moving parts in the buying process. And again, it's your job as the buyer to find out everything you need to find out prior to closing on that purchase. Thank you for listening to the Real Estate and Lifestyle Chats podcast with our San Gabriel Valley. If you guys enjoyed listening, please subscribe, share, and leave us a review. You can also find us at rsangabrielvalley.com where you can search for properties, check out our blog, support local businesses that we shout out and feature every single week, and so much more. On Instagram, you can find us at our San Gabriel Valley and on our Facebook page at our San Gabriel Valley. Until next time, this is Sebastian. And this is Salud. Thank you for spending this time with us listening to the Our San Gabriel Valley podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please subscribe, share it, and leave us a review. You can also find us at OurSanGabrielValley.com, on Instagram at OurSanGabrielValley, and of course on Facebook. Bye, guys.